0: What is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right now uh, game two of the NBA Finals Showdown slate between the Lakers and the Heat. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Um, real quick, before we get into the analysis, do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Uh, currently, right now, 5.12,000 subscribers. Uh, the easiest way to support me, since all the content is free, is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload a video. You know when I upload videos, so you know when I go live. Also, hit me up a follow on Twitter and on Instagram. Do just make Instagram. I'll probably be doing some videos, or not some videos, some giveaways there on Instagram. So make sure to follow me on Instagram, guys. It is in the description below. Also, if you guys cannot watch the YouTube videos, uh, I upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below. It's the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about uh, players, their prices for Game 2, let's look back on our lineup here from Game 1. So Game 1, injuries really sucked, right? Bam and bio got injured. Uh, he, he had a really hot start, like six points and three boards in the first, like, four minutes, and then just completely faded away uh, and then got injured right away uh, to start the, the second half. Also, Ron Drogic got injured. They're both doubtful. We'll talk about that more in a bit for this slate. I want Anthony Davis Davidson, the captain. Um, I told you guys who you were playing a cash game setting to play both AD and LeBron. Um, I faded LeBron. Uh, obviously, didn't work out because the heat got blown out. Um, you know, one with Hero, Rod, or Dwight, and Crusoe. Winning lineup uh, for the Millie Maker had, I believe, it was, it was Nunn in there with AD and the captain, LeBron. Um, he actually won it solo. So, congrats to, to Big Sean, eight one three. Uh, he had AD and the captain, LeBron, Jimmy Butler, Danny Green, Iguodala, and Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, so guys, like like none, uh, Kelly Olynyk, we're not going to see uh, minutes if the game stayed close, uh, but or, or something happened to, to any of those guys, and the game blew out. Also, Pam got injured, Dragic got injured, right? So uh, if you played none, if you played Kelly Olenek, did get a little bit lucky there, but um, you know that's that's DFS, right? There's always variance involved. So congrats to to Big Sean eight one three on winning that solo. I do want to go over quickly just because for for games that blow out, there's always a big edge in those fourth-quarter showdowns. I mentioned a couple times. Um, This was my lineup. Uh, I had Kelly and captain. This is just for the fourth quarter. Uh, Hero, Kuzma, Caruso, Marquise Morris, and Kendrick Dunn. So uh, probably would have have taken this down if for some, I don't know why, the Lakers kept in LeBron and AD most that fourth quarter up by, like, 20-plus. Like, the game was never in question. The Heat did cut it to, like, 14 or 15 with a couple of minutes left. But like I said, it, it was never in question. So that was a little bit tilting, but there's always a big ad chair. Like Bam and bio in the fourth quarter, uh, in-game showdown was like 20% owned. Again, LeBron and AD, I think the people that played him got bailed out. They were like 30 to 40% owned. Jimmy Butler is 40% owned. So in, in games that are like going to be a big blowout, obviously you want to target like the backups here. That's kind of what I did. Um, so just thought, just thought I'd mention that I always you know in games that are, are not competitive these fourth quarter in-game showdowns there's a huge huge edge so one, one back a little bit of my money there again I'm not going big in the, in the showdowns I actually only entered the million maker once that was it um, but that's where really the look back there for for my lineup um, there's no uh, Vegas odds out yet because we got that band news we got the drogic news so My best guess is with both of them doubtful, and I do not expect either to play. um, I would say the Lakers are probably going to be double digit favorites, right? I I think there were five or six point favorites in game one, with two of the best or two of Miami's best players out. I would assume we'd probably get like Lakers, I don't know, 12 point favorites around there. I I think it is going to be in double digits. So. Um, All right. Let's talk about these players. Um, So LeBron, AD at the top, they're going to be super, super popular. And and the reason being, well, uh, there is now a lot of great value on the slate. And it's super, super easy to get them both in there. There were already chalk last slate, right? LeBron was high 70s. AD was low 60s in in ownership. It's going to go up for both of them just because we have no Bam and no lately, likely. So that's going to open up a ton of value there for Miami, making it easy to get both these guys in. So they're going to be the ultimate shock, both LeBron and AD. I think, again, for a cash game setting, we do play both, uh, just because the offense is so condensed. We know what the production is. It's these two guys uh, for a majority of the game. So there's nothing bad to say about these guys. They're super, super easy to fit. If you want to take a, you know, a risky stance and fade to one of them, fine. Right? I don't necessarily think you have to play both. I definitely think that's a safe approach and probably the way that I'm going to go, but it's not, not 100% necessary, right? There's a way where, you know, um, only one of those guys is in in the GPP winning lineup, but again, safe route is just to play them both uh, even at, you know, 13K, 12.2K. They're super, super easy to fit in with, uh, with the value, which we'll talk about here in a bit. And bam and bio doubtful. Um, It's kind of sad. I I really uh, hoping for a nice final series here. I still think this heat team can make a competitive um, the resilient team, you know, Keller, Lennox in a good good run. Kendrick Nunn, those guys are still good players. So I think Miami will keep this one close. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the, you know, how you think the game plans out, game plays out, because there's definitely a lot uh, more blowout risk involved too. So, uh, yeah, no Bam bio or, or most most likely not. Um, if he does play, he makes for a nice contrarian play, because no one's going to play him dealing with a shoulder injury and was a neck injury, right? So. Um, if he does play, I think he's going to be super, super low, and I would like him as a contrarian option. But don't think he's going to go. We'll talk about Kelly Oledek, who I think is you know just play him and move on. Um, Jimmy Butler at nine eight. So with no Kelly or with no Bam bio and no Dragic, most likely he is going to have to take over right now. I mentioned a lot of these, a lot in these playoff videos that Jimmy at times can kind of be uh, reluctant, can kind of defer offensively. Well, he doesn't have that option for this game. He is going to have to take over. Um, like he's going to have to do a lot more with those two main guys out. So I really like Jimmy at nine, even at this price. Um, I think he's going to have to do a lot. Now, if you, if you think the game blows out, then you, there's merit to fading Jimmy Butler, right? Maybe you play LeBron, you play AD and then you play value. But if you think this game does stay close, I, I think getting Jimmy Butler in your lineup makes sense because he's just going to have to do a ton, uh, more offensively and be again a lot more aggressive. So, um, I like the price even at 9.8. I think he makes for, for one of the better spend-ups. Heroes at 8.6, so he's close to Jimmy. Uh, no Drogic obviously does help Hero. I don't think he starts, so I think they're going to start Kendrick Nunn like they did in the regular season. I think Hero still comes off the bench. Um, I think he gets his normal 30 to 35 minutes. I do prefer Jimmy for a little bit more. I think he's just a safer option right now. No, Jimmy did roll his ankle, um, so that is something to keep an eye on. I think he'll be fine, but... Um, he, he did hobble a bit there at, at the end of the first half. Yeah, is a guy that has upside. He went, for, he went for over 50 that one game against Boston, but I think Jimmy is the much safer option f- for a little bit more. Jay Crowder at 7-4 is fine. The price jumped it. I liked him at 6-2. 7-4 is doable. I don't know if his role changes a whole lot, right? I don't think he's going to be, like, do a lot more offensively, right? I think the role changes big time, obviously, for Jimmy's going to have to do more. Um, I think Hero, when he's out there, is going to have to do more. And I think those those guys that are going to come in, obviously going to a huge boost with, with Olenek and with Kendrick Nunn. Jake Crowder's role doesn't change a whole lot to me. 7-4, he's going to be a contrarian option because, for me, I would rather get spend up for, for like a Butler or go all the way up to AD LeBron or, or spend down it. There. There's a ton of great value. So Jake Crowder's just in this like, weird range, the mid-range. He's going to be low-owned. I'm not super excited about it. Again, Drogic is listed as doubtful. Um don't expect him to go either. So we'll, we'll talk about Kendrick Nunn, who I also think is a really, really good value play. Rondo at 6'6", did get a nice price hike um, from 5.4K. Played 25 minutes, which is good to see, but the price jumped. And I don't think he's, he's necessarily an amazing play. I think he's a fine option. Um, if he does get closer to 30 minutes, I think he can definitely pay out the value. But is he needed in the slate? I don't know. Right? I think it's definitely setting up for the Stars and Scrubs build, just with there being so much so much value. So this mid-tier uh, it's going to be contrarian. Um, if you land on Rondo, that's fine But again, I'm not going to really prioritize him uh, The good things with Rondo, obviously He's he's a do-it-all guy He uh, doesn't necessarily have to score He'll get you a floor with those assists and get you some steals So yeah, fine play in the mid-range Duncan Robinson, the price did drop to 5'8 um, Again, I don't know if his role really changes a whole lot He's still a guy that's going to run around screens And try to shoot threes um, Well, I mentioned, his floor is super low Right, 27 minutes five fancy points. If he's not shooting, if he's not hitting his threes, he has a floor of like below 10 fancy points. So risky. I do think he probably is going to take a couple more shots though w- with no Bam and with no dragic. Uh But again, his role, like in general, he's not going to be a guy that's going to drive him to the hole or, or being like super, super workouts offense. offense. So that's going to be more Jimmy in my opinion. So another guy, it's a tricky price range. Um, you have none. You have Linux that look a lot better uh, in my opinion for the prices. So Duncan, again, more of a contrarian play for, for his price. KCP and Danny Green. KCP, both of them actually had really nice days. Um, KCP played 30 minutes at 22 fans points. Danny Green, I think, had two blocks and two steals. Three blocks and two steals. 28 fans points. More of an outlier for him, but again, these guys are 3-and-D guys. That's what they're out there for. They're out there for the defense. They're out there to shoot threes. Both of them hit their threes, and they had upside. So I think the ownership might go up a bit on them. I'm not overly excited. like. I would just much prefer getting to Kendrick Nunn, assuming he starts at 5K, and much prefer getting down to Kelly Olenek at 3K. It's not not a contrarian take. Both those guys, which I mentioned, Nunn and Olenek are going to be the ultimate shock. Um, but I, I do prefer them to, to the 3 and D guys in, in KCP and Green, but they're they're definitely not out of play, right? You know we're getting into these guys. The floor is somewhat low if they're not hitting their threes, uh, but they should get both about 25 to 30 minutes Now so Nunn. Right, mentioned him a couple times now. I think he's one of the best uh, value plays of the day. Uh, I assume he's going to start. He did shoot the ball really well in garbage time, 20 minutes, 28 fancy points. But um, this guy was really good in the regular season. He just struggled in postseason and then kind of fell out of the rotation. But in the regular season, he had upside. Right, And he's a good defender too. I assume he's going to start. And I assume if he does start, we probably get at least 25 minutes, I would say. No, you never know. I guess if he plays... Terribly to start, they could pull him, or if the game blows out, I think he still would probably play if the game blows out. Um but yeah, I think none. is definitely really, really solid play. Now, I do prefer Kelly Olenek for the discount. $2,000 difference, and Kelly Olenek is still a better point for a guy, and I assume Kelly is going to start. Sure. I guess it's not a guarantee. They could do something different. Maybe they start a guy like Myers Leonard, um, or they go small ball, but I assume Kelly Olenek is going to start for Miami with no band in a bio. Uh, so I do prefer him if you're going to make me pick, but I think both are going to be really, really popular. I like both a lot. Um, I, I think, you know, that um, this is going to be the, the way I would start a cash game lineup it is with these four guys. Again, they're all going to be the ultimate chalk. Like, you don't necessarily have to play all these guys for cash games. I would. I would play all four of these guys. That's assuming both of them start, right? We're going on some assumptions, but I assume none. I assume Kyle Linnick is going start. That's what I would do for a cash game lineup. Um, and again, that's not a contrarian take at all. Let's see. So we mentioned none, right? Kuzma's a 4-4. Um, again, just has been struggling shooting the ball. Now, did put up 18 fans points in 22 minutes. I think we get about 20 or so minutes from him. Kind of the similar player to, to KCP and Green. Now, not as a good of defender, obviously, but a little bit more scoring dependent, even though he did have eight rebounds. More of an outlier. Again, I'm fine with him. I think he does fly under the radar in the slate. Like, if he does have a good shooting day, like, he can go for, like, 25-plus. But... We really haven't seen it recently, right? 4 of 11, three of 7, 1 of 7. So um, now if the game does blow out, there's probably a decent chance he does get a little extra run too. So um, yeah, Kuzma is certainly somebody you can look to. I think he does fly under the radar because you have a lot of good value plays with none, with olinic you know, with some of those other Lakers guys where I think he flies under the radar. Caruso, I like him again at three eight. Um, I don't necessarily think he's a must-play, right? He was my favorite value play last slate. But with none, with Olenek, those guys are better value plays, in my opinion. That doesn't make Caruso out of play. I think we're going to get 20 to 25 minutes. He's out the first defense. He's a good defender. He can get you some some other stats right with rebounding and assist. He can also score the ball. So, yeah, I think Alex Caruso is a pretty nice value play there at below 4K. Dwight Howard, so didn't play as many. I mentioned, you know, I thought 15 to 20 minutes from Dwight, he played 15. Um, So it looks like he's going to kind of get that – what JaVale McGee role of playing in the first first quarter, first shift, and the third quarter first shift? Um, Not sure. Could that change? I guess, but I don't see it without Bam out especially. And I guess with Bam a bio out, does he even start? Right? Maybe the Lakers go small ball or, or go move like a guy like Marquise Morris in the starting line. That's possible because obviously Kelly Linick is is a guy that can stretch the floor. I don't really know if that's like a a good matchup for Dwight to be out there. So. I think there's a decent chance he doesn't start. Now, that would change some things, right? If Dwight Howard doesn't start, makes him a lot riskier. I still think he'd be in the rotation. Uh, But then, if you think the game blows out, I think Dwight would play in the blowout. I guess you never know, right? That's just thinking kind of far ahead. Um, A lot of aspects into it, but we'll see what the Lakers do at the starting lineup. If he does start, I think we get about 15 minutes again. If he doesn't start, I think the mitts are a little up in the air. But then, if the game blows out, I think he probably gets the blowout run. Um, and he's a good point-per-minute guy. So Dwight is kind of a wait-and-see play right now. I'm interested to see what the Lakers do with the starting lineup and see what Miami does with their starting lineup with with no BAM, no tragic. Uh Let's see. Iguodal Dallas at 3-4. He had a really nice game. Um, I, I was surprised. Uh, he he has really stepped up the last couple of games. He shot the ball really well two games ago. In game one, he filled up the stat sheet, 7.6 assists, 5 rebounds. Um, he's going to have to do more with with no BAM and with no um who run most likely? So if, I think Iguodala has up. To, if the game stays close, his upside to get go over thirty minutes And at three point four K. I think he is actually a pretty solid value play. I still, still prefer Kelly Linick, We'll talk on a sec. I still probably prefer Kendrick Nunn, assuming both those guys start. But Iguodala is definitely another value guy that I'm looking to. Now Marquise Morris, again, I think there's a chance maybe he starts if he go Kelly Linick. I think that's probably a better matchup here for Marquise Morris to start, or the like to be something else. Again, a lot, more, a lot up in the air, but I think we get about 15 minutes from him. If the game blows out, probably a little bit more. So he's a riskier value option. I'm not prioritizing Marquise Morris. Kelly right, I think he's probably the top value play of the day easily. That's assuming he starts. Well, you saw what happened when, when he came in, right, with no bad meta bio. He's a really good point-per-minute guy. Well, 18 minutes, 19 cancel points. Four points, five boards, four assists, uh, two blocks. Yeah, just, just playing the move on. Don't get cute. Again, that's assuming he starts, even if he comes off the bench, if he Heat do something weird and start like a small ball lineup, or maybe they like, start Myers-Leonard. They, they did that, again, in the regular season for a bit. I still think Kelly Olenek is probably the best value play, because he's just such a good point-per-minute guy. Um, if he does start and the game stays close, I probably think we'd get 25 to 30 minutes. Again, at 3K, it's just a simple play him and move on. He's the top value of the slate. Um... Let's see, Solomon Hill, it becomes more viable to get more run, obviously, because of the garbage time, but I just, I'm not going to prioritize him over Kelly Olenek. Now, sure, right, maybe there's an outside chance they start Solomon Hill at the five. Even if they do, again, I'm playing Kelly Olenek over him because Solomon Hill, not a great fancy point for a guy, 18 minutes, seven fancy points. Yeah, playable, but I just prefer the other value. Jones Jr., he probably gets more run too at 2.2K. Again, though, it's Kelly O. It's none for me. I do prefer those guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe does something different. Maybe they start one, one of either Jones Jr. or Solomon Hill instead of instead of Kelly Linnick, But I don't really see that. So, something to keep an eye on. But uh, Jones Jr., uh, Solomon Hill, in my opinion, are just more contrarian plays. I do think the Mets go up. By how much is the question, right? So, they're they're playable, but uh, they're they're riskier for sure. Javell McGee at 2K. Uh, I'm just, he didn't play last game. I don't think he plays in this game. Must say it's like a super, super big blowout, but either way, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Haslam, I don't think Udonis Haslam plays. Um, I mean, I guess there's like a – I think that if – I think Keller Linick probably starts. I think Myers Leonard, if they need a backup big, would probably be the backup big over Udonis Haslam. I just don't see him playing. Horton Tucker got a little bit of a run there in the garbage time. Um, I thought he did. I could have sworn he did. Maybe I'm wrong. Um let me let me confirm that I'm actually curious. I thought he I thought I, I saw him hit a garbage three there at the end. Uh, I guess I am wrong. Huh. I could have sworn he played. Well either way, I'm not really, I'm not considering him. Yeah, coin quote. like these guys are you don't have to do it. Like they might get a couple minutes in super, super garbage time, but it just these are not guys I would consider. Again, Myers Leonard possibly maybe a slight slight chance that they start him. They want Kolyvanek off the bench. If that if that's true, if they do start him instead of Kolyvanek, then I think Myers Leonard is actually a decent play here at one K because he doesn't have to do a whole lot to get you there. Um, if Kyler-Lennick starts, I think there's there's a chance that Myers Leonard does come in um, off the bench, or if the game blows out, he probably does get run. So it's all about how you think the game plans out. And again, I, I need to see the starting lineup too, but. Dependent on news, Myers Leonard could be playable here at 1K. That's it. Like I think Waiters Waiters play at the end there. Um, no, he didn't. Yeah, I think that's that. That about wraps it up for, for the player by player breakdown. So captain spot, um, I think for me, what I would do again, it's, it's going to be stars and scrubs build. So either go LeBron 80 or Jimmy Butler in the captain, or go value in the captain with with Dunn or Kelly Leonard. That's what I would do. So yeah, if you want to go. If you want to play Kelly Winnick in the captain, which, which I think is actually going to be popular, because I think, yeah, assuming, we're assuming Bam's out, or assuming Josh's out, if that's the case, and Lennox starts, he is the best value play. If you plug him in a captain, that's 9.1 carry remaining. You can basically jam in both Lakers guys, jam in Jimmy. Like, that's going to be a popular build. Or, you, you go with one of these studs with LeBron AD or Jimmy Butler. Say you throw Jimmy Butler in there with LeBron and AD, three points carry remaining. You can still make that work, so that, that's always a build you can go with, too. Um... And yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when to upload videos, you know when to go live. I might be I might be live streaming for this one tomorrow. I'll let you guys know. Make sure to follow me on Twitter as well as on Instagram. Again, guys, I will be doing some giveaways here on Instagram, so make sure to hit that follow button uh, down there. Uh, thanks again, guys. I Hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you all later.